You're listening to the Sport of Business podcast powered by the 321 Go Project. We've talked with over 500 gym owners just like you, and every week we'll bring you the best of the best. We chat with industry experts as well as deliver advice that you can use today. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sport of Business podcast. I'm Matt Scanlon. Uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about content marketing. I will give you guys a little bit of a heads up uh, that today's podcast will, in fact, be interactive. So at some point, I'm probably going to ask you to grab a pen and paper. And so if you're driving or walking or something like that, just keep in mind that about five or so minutes into the episode that um, we will get interactive because today... I'm going to issue you guys a 45-minute content marketing challenge, and that's 45 minutes a week. And this is actually the same challenge that I issued to everybody that came to one of my breakout sessions over the affiliate gathering weekend. So I received a lot of emails and Facebook messages after the weekend asking if I could uh, somehow recap that breakout session somewhere. So I'm going to attempt to do it as best I can on the podcast. I'll probably also come out with a video to do it, but we'll let this podcast serve as a little primer for you guys to get going with content marketing. So before we dig into it, I want to define some of our terms here. Uh, What do I mean by content marketing? Uh, Simply speaking, content marketing is just some type of a digital piece of information or asset that either lives on your website or one of your social media channels that that serves some type of function. Um, and, and I just jotted down some notes here. So, so one of the functions that I would have content marketing serve as. Um, the first and most important thing that your piece of content marketing does is that it helps somebody. Um, we're, we're not looking to come up with some sort of you know, esoteric dissertation on, on God knows what. We're actually looking to help people. And if you're at all familiar with the 321 Go Project brand at all, this is the one thing that drives everything that we do when we, uh, we encourage gym owners to do the same thing. And also from within the company, this is our philosophy, is to ask ourselves, how can we help people first? So first and foremost, before you put out any type of content, you need to ask yourself, is this helping somebody? Will this be of value to somebody? And really, 99% of the things that you do will fall within that category. Uh, One thing that we know that does not help people first is a, you know, buy here. Something that's real salesy. That's that's not good content marketing. Uh, Good content marketing. Uh, People know that they come to you because you're the expert, because you can solve a problem that they have, because you've already showed them remotely via your digital content how you're going to help them first. So that's the first and most important aspect of your content marketing. A second thing that content marketing does is that it provides social proof. So uh, you probably see everybody's Facebook page for their gym or their Instagram. It's just blown up with pictures of people doing exercise, of people doing CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit HQ started this tradition early on where they put pictures of people doing their workouts on their website. And these are people of all shapes and sizes. And what you're doing here by providing social proof is you're showing everybody, you know, we can talk about scaling all day long and how CrossFit meets you right where you are or, or whatever kind of fitness that you're involved in. 
we always say that, but we haven't, we're not good at showing that. So good content marketing actually shows people social proof. Here's Betty. She's doing exactly what she'll be doing when you start an on-ramp program for us. A third thing that content marketing does is that it establishes expertise, especially in the fitness space. There are all types of voices saying that their program is the best, their gym is the best, their diet is the best. There's, there's a ton of distractions. And so in this very distracted marketplace, one thing that you can do to really have yourself stand out from other fitness professionals is that you're helping people first and you're establishing yourself as the expert through this content marketing. And what we're saying to people is, hey, you can use all this content that I'm putting out and never set foot in my gym. That's okay. We value health and fitness and wellness that much that we're willing to put this out there. So if you think about it, that's the early days of CrossFit.com. Uh, it was it was revolutionary in the sense that you didn't have to buy any crazy subscription package to do this, or you didn't have to have a DVD mailed to you. No, it was this open source community that just wanted people to get fit. And that's how it grew into the media giant that it is. You know, if you if you look at some of the old uh, the old articles that came out about CrossFit.com, it wasn't a fitness company. It was a media company. You know, we're putting out this this very interesting content online. We're showing people do these workouts, and then we've got all of these forums that people are interacting and giving scaling options and, and, and doing all of these things. So this is the tradition that we're all born out of, and it's going to be the one thing that carries us into the future and continues to have our brand distinguishing itself from all the noise. So the last thing that important content does is that it moves people along in the decision-making process. One of the things that a lot of gym owners and affiliate owners in particular get really hung up on is this idea that they put out some kind of ad or they put out some piece of content and then the relationship with the customer be becomes, do they join or not? Or do they come in for an intro session or not? And what we fail to realize is that people stick in that decision-making process for a long time. I mean, sometimes up to years, are they aware of our brand and aware of our gym before they're even stepping foot in it? And good content will help people move along in that decision-making process. So maybe they're not proactively asking you questions. Maybe they're just a passive observer of your brand. This good content will help them move along in that decision-making. So how do we think about content? Uh, in my breakout sessions, I asked every group that came to me, and I think all in all, it was either five or six groups that I had this exact discussion with. And the top three things identified by every single group as a hangup for their content were consistency. I don't do it regularly. I don't build it into my practice. Time this feeling that it's going to be this huge time commitment that I need to buy uh, an HD camera and a fancy podcasting microphone and lavalier mics and, and lighting rigs and all of these things, uh, that time is going to be the biggest constraint. And then the third is this misunderstanding of what content actually is. 
And what I mean by that is that you put out a video on Facebook or you put out a video on YouTube and you feel like, oh, that didn't get any views. People aren't looking at it. Or you post something on Facebook and you see that it's only released to 2% of your audience and you think, why do this anymore? Or you look at your Google Analytics on your website and you see, oh, nobody's actually clicking on this blog post or only 20% of people open my newsletter. And you get so hung up on these things that you forget uh, to actually do it and that you're just so discouraged by the lack of interaction that you, in fact, take no action whatsoever. So before we dig into the interactive part of this podcast, that's one thing that I want to address. And I want to address it by talking about the equipment in your gym. So let's just work backwards. The, uh, we've already discussed the early CrossFit HQ, CrossFit.com days. And back then, we could pretty much do CrossFit with a, a barbell, maybe a couple bumpers. They probably didn't even need to be bumpers and maybe some kind of pull-up rig. And, and everything else, we would sort of figure out as it went. And, and so now if you look at the equipment that we have, we've got, you know, we've got rowers and, and med balls and, and strongman equipment, uh, airdynes, aerosol bikes. We've got all of these things. So if you took your fanciest piece of equipment, let's say the GHD, let's take it out of your gym. And we said, can we still do CrossFit without that GHD? Yeah, we probably could. Uh, get rid of your rowers. Could we do CrossFit without those rowers? Yeah. And so at a certain point, you can strip away all of these things and still achieve the same ends of fitness. But the reason that we have all of these things is because we see the importance in leveraging assets in our physical equipment. So that when somebody walks in the door of your gym and they see this very nice, inviting, uh, well-lit, uh, organized, clean gym with these assets, the understanding is that you're getting a leg up on your competition, that you've upped your game inside your fit, inside your space, that when you walk in that front door, that you have these assets on display and you're going to use these assets to, to leverage your product over the next guy's product. And that's the way that I want you to begin to think about content. Content are, is your asset on your, in your digital front door. So when somebody comes to your digital front door, what are they seeing? Are they seeing the workout of the day? Well, sorry to break it to you, but nobody that sees the workout of the day on your website knows what that means other than your members. And that's not who's, who that's for. Your, your website is for visitors. It's for leads. It's for people looking to get fit. And by simply having the workout of the day on your website, you are losing out on a huge opportunity to use some of your brain trust, some of your great assets in your content and in your understanding of these workouts. So an easy place to start would be to simply just break down all of the movements from a workout of the day and talk about why we do them. And that would be a great step in the right direction. Why do we deadlift? Why do we row? Why do we do kipping pull-ups? Why do we do strict pull-ups? What's the difference? So now you're actually speaking to people that could be your future athletes instead of just speaking to your existing members with the workout of the day. One thing that I did in my breakout sessions is that I would ask people, and these, and these groups range anywhere from you know four to, to 15 or 16 people. And I asked everybody, who here is concerned about competition in your local market? And in every session, 
half of the people there raise their hand. And this is, this is probably the point that you need to take away from this is that if you're concerned about local competition, if somebody walks into your digital doorstep, watch through your digital doorstep, and it is full of meaningful content that helps me and establishes yourself as an expertise, you've just eliminated the concern for probably about 90% of your competition. So if you're concerned about competition, a strong digital doorstep eliminates 90% of your concerns for local competition, just because you have the luxury of in 2015, almost 2016, not many people are doing it. We're, we're sort of behind the times. We're behind the, uh, the industry, the marketing industry in terms of content. So by starting this as soon as possible, you've eliminated these concerns for competition because you're going to be ahead of the game that much. So hopefully I've outlined the importance of content on your digital front door. And now I'm going to issue the challenge. So Here's your 45 minute content marketing challenge. I just asked for 45 minutes a week. And those of you in the 321 Go Project Academy, you know that we ultimately will challenge you to being a CEO for 10 hours a week. And so this, if you're still waiting to take that challenge, uh, perhaps this content marketing challenge will be a step in the right direction. So what I need you to do is I need you to grab a piece of paper and on that piece of paper, right in the middle of it, I need you to draw a circle. And in that circle, I want you to draw a line that cuts that circle in half. And that line's going to be going horizontally. So now you've got a circle in the middle of your piece of paper uh, with, with a, a line going down the middle. And the circle's split into two halves. In the bottom half of that circle, I just want you to write down what your core difference of your gym is. And if you don't have one, it is time to get one. So make note, episode six of this podcast with Sarah Jantz from Duct Tape Marketing. She talks about core differences. And uh, I would encourage you, go back, 321goproject.com slash episode six uh, will be a great place to start if you've yet to identify what your gym's core difference is. So anyway, that core difference is going to go into the bottom half of this circle. I'll use my gym as an example. Uh, my core value is that I want all of my members to die in their home at the end of their life, meaning they are functionally fit enough to never need to go into a nursing home. I would love for them to all live in their homes till their last days. And that would be my core value, my core difference that I, that I view for my gym. Uh, on the top of that, I just want you to uh, write down a particular topic of fitness that interests you right now. And this can be anything. I've seen things from uh, mindfulness and meditation. It can be Olympic weightlifting. It could be obstacle course racing. It could be 5Ks. Whatever you want, that's going to go into the top of the circle. So what we're going to do with this is I want you to draw a line coming out from that. And that line coming out from that circle is going to be a blog post. That blog post is going to be let's make a goal of 300 words because I want to keep this at 20 minutes. So your core value by identifying that it means any content that you produce will be, will come much easier by sorting, trying to fake a core value means that content is much harder 
to develop. So identify something that you're exceptionally passionate about, and that will allow this content to flow much easier. So we've got that line going, and we've got a blog post written about how Olympic weightlifting will help you live in your home for uh, for a long, happy, and functionally fit life. And I've written 300 words on that with maybe five or six key bullet points. It doesn't need to be anything revolutionary. Again, what we're looking at is uh, the workout of the day, and then how does that apply to everybody in your community? So now what we're going to do is draw another line from that. And I'm assuming that all of you guys have Facebook. So that will just be the quick and easy uh, social media channel. What I'm going to do is I've got that blog post that already lives there. And I'm just going to highlight, let's say, a 20 or 30 word teaser out of that. And I'm just going to put that into a Facebook post with a link back to my blog post. And I'm going to put a cool picture on there of somebody doing a snatch or clean and jerk or having a bar overhead or pulling a bar over. Uh, off the ground. So I'm assuming that you probably have that picture in your phone right now. So we're not doing any extra work. I've just asked you to copy and paste a little teaser, put it onto a Facebook post, and put a picture that you probably already have onto that post, and then we're going to post it. Uh, please do not get hung up at this point about the timing of that post or uh, tagging people in it or sharing it from your personal page to your business. It doesn't matter. Again, all we're doing right now is just developing your assets. We're developing your digital assets as a business owner. So we've got that Facebook post. Uh, now what I want you to do is I want you to look at your class schedule. And I want you to find at least one class in that class schedule where either you or one of your managers is in the gym and not coaching the class or taking the class as an athlete. And now what we're going to do is we're going to start to bank some of these pictures. And so let's say that your theme for this month, let's say the top of that imaginary circle is Olympic weightlifting. So what you're going to do is you're just going to go around, you're going to spend 10 minutes in that class and you're going to snap pictures and take short little 10 second videos of people pulling a bar off the ground, catching it at a front rack position or putting it overhead, anything that would mimic one of the Olympic weightlifting movements. And you're going to go around to a, a preferably a large class, let's say with at least 10 people in it, so that you get a lot of different shapes and sizes and physical abilities. So we're going to get a lot of breadth here uh, because remember, we're providing social proof with this uh, content. And then what you're going to do is on Instagram, what we're going to do is we're going to drop these pictures in there. We're going to drop these videos in there. If you have an Instagram account, if you don't, uh, don't worry about it. Again, we're just wanting to build up your digital assets. So now all those pictures live on your phone. Let's say a couple days now have passed since your original Facebook post. And now what we're going to do is we're going to post that again onto your Facebook page. A link back to that same blog. We're within the same week, and that is completely okay to repost these things. But what we're going to do, we don't want to create any extra work, so we're just going to copy and paste another 20 or 30 words out of that blog post. And now that goes into a new Facebook post with a new picture of somebody, and that gets posted. Again, don't get hung up on how many people looked at it, how many people clicked it, or what time of day you posted it. We're just developing assets at this point. Now you've got all these great pictures in your phone. So what we're going to do is we're just going to schedule out a couple videos and a couple pictures uh, onto your Facebook page. So you can schedule those out on your business page to just randomly go out. We're not going to get hung up on anything just yet, except we're just putting it out there into the world. So 
At this point, we are probably up to about 30 minutes of work with just a little bit of planning. And then I'm going to allow you about another 15 minutes to post those things. Uh, a way to move past having to do this work is that you can ask your coaches to do it. At your next coaches meeting, what you can do is you can introduce your core difference. So that's going to be the bottom half of that circle on your piece of paper and explain to them what that means. And then you can ask each one of your coaches to identify one piece of CrossFit or yoga or whatever your whatever kind of gym you have. You're going to just ask your coaches to identify those things and say, okay, this month I would like you to make a two-minute video or write 300 words on that topic. And now you're starting to uh, gather a lot of this content without any additional work on your part. Another thing that you can do to make this much easier for you is to develop a private members-only Facebook group. So this is members of your gym. And if you don't know how to start a private Facebook group, you can find out how on Facebook.com. There's a great help forum. So start a private members-only Facebook group and encourage people to post pictures on there. They will be much more inclined. So I know you've got those members that like check into your gym every day and post pictures from the gym on their public page. Uh, there's sort of another tier of social media users that don't quite feel comfortable doing that. But if it were in a private group, then they would be more inclined to do so. And then what you do is that you have administrative rights to those pictures and you can do some crowdsourced content via pictures or via testimonials. Hey, I got a PR. And so now you've got all of these things that live in a private group and you really didn't have to do anything extra, but provide a forum for people to share on. So that's another way that you can kind of reduce the amount of time that it, that it requires to do, to uh, gather this content and create this content. The last thing, I want to give you a little caveat here. Uh, please check your liability waivers. There should be something in there about the use of people's likeness for things like this. So when we talk about content marketing, if people have not signed off on a release for you to use their likeness and their images, uh, then you need to have that in your release waiver as soon as possible. So either you look for that or have your attorney check for that. Uh, but you, but make sure that that exists so that you can get some of this crowdsourced content going. So to recap, what I would like for you guys out of the next week is to spend 45 minutes on content. And the way to do that is I need you to develop that 300-word blog post or a two-minute video, whichever you're the most comfortable with. And that's going to be the hub around which you do all of your social media sharing. Best practices is that when you share on social media, that should link right back to your website, to that original piece of video or blog post. Guys, as always, if you have any questions or thoughts or don't know where to get started, uh, shoot me, hit, me, hit me an email. Shoot me up. Uh, an email, matt at 321goproject.com. I'd be more than happy to help you out with it. Additionally, if you go to 321goproject.com, up in the top right, there's a little search button. Uh, click on that search button and just type in content. There's a million different articles that we've put out there about it, and, and the well is pretty deep there. So check that out, guys. Good luck. 
45 minutes this week. Get after it. You'll see a huge return on that investment. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.